Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. We're off to the races in 2022 with Danny running and completing her first official in-person run Disney race, the Walt Disney World 5K this past Thursday. From start to finish, we're going to break down our very first Walt Disney World Marathon weekend experience and what you can expect when attending right now. Let's, Let's hop to it. so excited to talk about this firsthand experience from this past weekend. I have never, ever heard anybody talk about it, and I want other yeah. people to know about so it. So we're going to talk about it. Here's the thing. I think a lot of people who do it have done it so many times, they're like, oh, yeah, this is like how it goes. And I had no idea about so much of it. I don't know about you. No, I had no idea of any of it <laughs> until experiencing it with you. I'm so excited to tell you guys about it. So... As we said at the beginning, this past weekend was the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, and there were multiple races. So there was a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a marathon. And believe it or not, some people were crazy enough to do all four. Yes, and that spanned over four days. So it went from shortest race to longest race, um, the last and the longest race being today. On Sunday, yep. Yeah, the marathon. And... We're, you know what? We're just going to start from the beginning because this story starts... That's where all good stories start, <laughs> yeah, at the very but, beginning. But it, it just feels... It was a dark and stormy night. Well, actually... Once it, upon a time in a faraway land. It started at the vet's office. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was time to get Simba a vet appointment. <laughs> yes, it was. So, um, first off, guys, welcome to 2022. Yay! <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. I'm... I'm so excited for everything this year has to bring, but we kicked it off with this marathon weekend. But where it started was, I want to say back in... Whenever that appointment was, five, six months ago. Let's see. I think it was it over the summer sometime. It looks like it was July 27th is the day that um, the Run Disney, uh, Walt Disney World Marathon weekend went on sale. Correct. Now, one thing that I knew going into this was first off... These races sell out very quickly. So people travel from all over. They plan Disney trips around these races. I knew that I needed to make sure that I was on right when they went on sale. Yeah. And of course, I did not realize that we had a vet appointment for Simba that day. Mm -hmm. And we hadn't seen um, a regular vet in a little while because he had been being seen by a specialist. And he's doing great. He's doing great right now. But... While we were in between talking to the vet, I was also trying to sign up for the race. Yeah, right. So she like came in and I had already put myself onto the website. And one thing that I found very interesting that I wasn't ready for was I got put into a queue. So I wasn't even able to sign up right away. Yeah. I had to wait in the queue. And I think it was like a 45 minute queue. If trying I to join a boarding group. Yeah, no kidding. I was, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, we're going to be talking to the vet at the same time I'm trying to sign yep. up. I don't know what I'm going to do. But it ended up working out. I was able to sign up. But one thing that I didn't realize was when I signed up and gave my $95, which came out to about $101 with taxes and such. And that's what it costs if you sign up in the first five months of the signups. Um, and then in the last month, it looks like it goes up a little bit as well, if it's still available. Now, this is for the 5K, guys. Correct. This is There are all sorts of races, and we'll go over that here in a minute. But I gave them my money, and I was like, okay, cool. No, I don't need to buy any merchandise. And we'll get to why that was a mistake in a little while. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, awesome. I'm all signed up. You know, the race felt, you know, forever away. 2022 felt like worlds away. Mm -hmm. And so that race was purchased back in July. Now, I had also more recently finished uh, doing the virtual races. So I did three virtual Lion King 5Ks. And tell us how that works. So the way that the virtual races work, they always do virtual races. However, during the pandemic, everything was virtual. So what they would do is you would, the same way you would sign up for the in-person races, they would go on sale and... 
when you signed up, they would tell you when you had to put your time in by. Now, during the summer, they did a thing, and it was Lion King themed, where if you did the three five Ks, um, it was considered a challenge. You got a fourth Lion King medal. It's very cool. And you know, with our dog being named Simba, I was you like, get anything with Simba I guess on I it. gotta do that. But before that, I had even done another 5K with Run Disney, which was the Star Wars 5K. And so those are, um, you know, things that I found, you know, fun to get me out and get me moving. But everything I had done before then was virtual. I could do it at my, you know, my speed when I wanted to, all of those things. And they do send you medals in the mail and such, but it doesn't quite feel as real when you're like, no. No, what it, I get it's definitely not an event. Yeah, it's not an event. But you're like, oh, what I get in the mail? Cool, this awesome medal that I did like two months ago. Like it all just feels a little bit more disconnected. Sure. But if you can't get to Disney, then it's a great option, especially if that's something you want to participate in. So the in-person 5Ks, or excuse me, the in-person run Disney races, again, guys, are very, very sought after. And... There are multiple weekends. So we are in race season right now. Now, I didn't realize there was a ri- like a running race season. Did you know that? I had no idea until I you told me yesterday. <laughs> I didn't know that. I feel like those are things that... But it makes sense, though. Yeah, it does make sense. Well, there's one in December, January, February, and March. Yeah, so the, they just, the cool months in Florida. Cool, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, they had, Cooler. Yeah, cooler. So I guess they had wine and dine recently... And then there we the princess one coming up. Walt Disney World this past weekend, then the princess weekend, and then the springtime correct surprise. Yes. So, and I believe the springtime surprise is like the Everest five k and such. But they have all sorts of different themed weekends where you run up the mountain and avoid the yeti. Yes, you avoid the yeti. Well, the yeti uh, doesn't move. Yeah, he he doesn't reach (laughs) down at you anymore, so you can very easily avoid it unless you're tricked by the strobes. Betty the yeti. Betty the Yeti. That's what I thought her name was. Really? I think so. That's interesting. I th- I, th- I thought so. Why Betty? Because it rhymes. Because she's white. Because it rhymes with Yeti. <laughs> no. Rest in peace, Betty White. Oh, sad day. And well, Bob Saget. God. Oh my God, I'm like devastated by this. I'm like shocked. Just a quick tangent, real quick. Yeah, we're gonna pause the yeah. race talk for a we sec. We have been rewatching. I I loved Full House when I was younger. I watched some of it as it was on, and then I watched it on Nick at Night all the time. Danny had never watched Full House all the way through. She had just seen scattered scenes and episodes and whatnot. So we decided to go through and literally watch Full House from start to finish. And I don't know when we started it, probably like eight, nine weeks ago, maybe. We, we watched like five or six episodes a night. It just depends. It's very, very bingeable. It's 20 minutes. Well, sometimes we'll skip nights. Sometimes we'll sure. like watch one episode. Like Sometimes we'll watch, like you said, six episodes. Yeah. And we like to watch TV shows together, like from the beginning. So we, yeah. we started with what Fresh, Fresh Prince? Prince of Bel Air, then we went to Friends, and now we're at Full House. Full House, because um, I had never seen Friends, and we wanted to do that, and she had never seen Fresh Prince, and that's why we did that. So it's it's kind of a, a fun little dynamic we got going on here. Yeah, but I am like floored because we've been watching Full House. We've fallen so much in love with the Tanners and and Uncle Jesse and, and Becky, Joey. Everybody. I love it so much. Like, It's I, such I, a wholesome show. For somebody who had never watched it before, that show makes me laugh out loud. And it not <laughs> like the LOL, like yeah. when you text somebody. Like, Except a, for Kimmy Gibbler and Derek. The <laughs> worst. Oh my God. Derek. <laughs> but there's so much like... Uh, the, the jokes are just so great. Yeah. They're so cheesy. The characters are wonderful. Yeah. And they... You do, love them all. And they tackle so many real life scenarios yeah. in a very like family-oriented way, which mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy. And that's something you don't see a whole lot. So Danny Tanner really does feel like America's dad. And he certainly felt like that when he was on television on Full House as well. Um, but we've fallen in love with the show over again. And we're almost done. We're ha- almost halfway through the final season. And then we saw word today that, that Bob Saget passed away in his hotel room here in Orlando. And we... Danny and I almost went to go see him a couple nights ago because he was doing comedy at the Hard Rock at, our, at Universal. Yeah. And it's just surreal to think about like if we went to that show and now he's gone. Uh, we're watching Full House and we've fallen in love with his character and now he's gone. And it's just, it's so weird to think that 
that happened, you know? Yeah. And one of the reasons we didn't go was it, it was the day after the 5K. We had done lots of other stuff yeah. th- the same day. Um, I had taken, we'd both taken the day off because our dog Simba turned 10. Yeah. Happy birthday, Simba. Happy birthday, buddy. He's knocked out. <laughs> he's still he's still uh, recovering from his birthday soiree, yep. Simba Palooza. <laughs> uh, and on top of that, honestly, I I had just heard that his comedy was a little bit more on the raunchy mature. Side. Yeah, raunchy is a good word to yep. put it. Side. And for me, watching America's Dad and really enjoying the show, I don't know if I was ready to see or hear him talk sure. about. And I don't think it was that raunchy or that like overly risque more than any other comedian that does that type of comedy. But to see Danny Tanner up there doing it is like mind blowing. But when you watch the roast the other night and he like at the very beginning, he like before he comes out, like two women come out and then like a really old woman comes out and then a goat comes out and then he like comes out and zips up his pants. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's no, no, no. Yeah. But um, we're just bummed to hear that Danny, not Danny Tanner, uh, Bob Saget passed away, sadly, uh, today at the age of 65. So rest in peace, Bob Saget. We'll, uh, we never met you, but we'll miss you. Yeah. And uh, it's just a sad day in the, in the entertainment world here. I feel like it's going to be really hard to watch this series. The final half season that we got. Yeah, and but we have Fuller House also. Sure, yeah. But she does make an appearance as well. Yeah, but like just watching the show come to an end, I think is going to take on kind of a whole new meeting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. Oh yeah, I was like, how do we get talking about this? You said I said Betty the Yeti, and Betty, you said Betty, <laughs> Betty White, White, yeah, Bob Saget, yeah, um, and then John Madden. Those are the three sure. that I can think of recently. Sure. But anyway, we're gonna kind of circle back around to these 5Ks. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, not the 5Ks. I say 5K because I did a 5K. Yeah. But there's a lot more than 5K. So it d- does depend on the weekend, by the way, guys. So every race weekend usually has a 5K and a 10K. And then some variation of a half marathon, maybe a marathon, and then a challenge. Mm-hmm. So this past weekend... There was a challenge that cost $600 to do, by the way. And it's called the Dopey Challenge. Because, I mean, I think it's kind of implied that you have to be a little bit dopey to do it. For real. Um, And you do the 5K, the 10K, the half marathon, and the marathon. All in a span of uh, four days. Very dopey. So That's 48.6 miles in four consecutive days. But guys, the thing about this is... uh, these things all sell out. Yeah, like like instantly. They're not trying to get people to buy this because they're not buying it. People literally like do this. This is like something people want to do. Yeah. And I guess as somebody who just did the 5K and was like, I'm cool. Like, I can't even imagine doing all of those races. No, but, I can't either. I mean, I think that'd be a really cool like challenge, but... Again, guys, there's all sorts of races during the weekend, and you can participate in whichever ones you get to sign up for. And I think the other one, the other one this past weekend was the Goofy's Race and a Half Challenge, and that was the what were the? It was a full marathon and a half marathon. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so you're only running two days, and you're running only nine less miles than the the Dopey Challenge, but you also don't have to get up super early four days in a row and run. So Goofy's Race and a Half Challenge, that was a 39.3 mile challenge over two days. And uh, that to sign up for initially was $390. So it's almost half price of what the Dopey is. That's, I mean, that's like, that blows my mind. It's crazy. I feel like the only kind of challenge I could do at this point that I would consider even training for would be like a 5K and a 10K together. Yeah. And they'd call it like the... The 15K challenge. You're you're kind of challenged, challenged. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I I don't know. But anyway, so. Fast forward. There's lots and lots of different variations of these races. Some of the race weekends also have uh, a yoga event where you actually do yoga in front of Cinderella Castle. That's pretty cool. Uh, There's just all sorts of different things that they offer every every one of these race weekends. Right. So uh, all of them are sold out. Everything is sold out until next year, 2023, which sounds insane. Um, so we are going to have to wait to get signed up for another one. Yeah. 
if we want to, you'll mm-hmm. find out in a bit, uh, till next year. But we are kind of right in the middle of race season. But we're going to talk about what our experience was. Yes. So the first thing you would do when you are signed up for the 5K and it's now fast forward to race weekend. And the thing you have to do first is you have to pick up your race bib. And right. what, what you do is you head over to the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex where they have this pretty amazing setup going on. And uh, Danny and I went over there the other day to go pick up her bib on Wednesday for the race on Thursday morning. Now, the expo is, I think they call it the expo, and it is the bib pickup, the expo with all of the merchants, yep. the merchandise that's the available, and then uh, they just have all sorts of stuff going on Photo there. ops, food, all kinds of live music, entertainment, all that kind of stuff. Right. And this goes from Wednesday to Sunday. Correct. And so some of the things you can actually walk into and some of the things um, you do need to be actually participating in the race for. Mm -hmm. Now, the first thing, like Bill was saying, that you want to do is go get your race bib. So when you first get there, uh, they ask for your ID. Mm -hmm. They look you up. And as long as your name matches what your ID says, they go ahead and give you your race bib. Right. Now, the race bib is adorable first off it's disney themed so that's really fun but on the very top there's a little ticket and the ticket is something that you rip off to get your t-shirt and in this case it was like a longer sleeve t-shirt yeah it's really nice it's a nice like lightweight you know breathable material black uh run disney long sleeve shirt which is pretty nice and the way they did it was if whatever race you were doing that was the shirt that you got right so uh, mine says the 5k it has a picture of pluto on it Mm -hmm. and so the only way you can get your shirt is by turning in that ticket and they do that so that people don't get multiple of the the shirt that's included and it was a really seamless setup that they had going on we walked into this huge room at the espn wide world of sports i forget what building it actually was but doesn't that's kind of in not important right now. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but we walked in and Danny already knew her bib number from her registration. Right. So we just pulled that up. We saw that it was like 4005 something. I forget what your your number was offhand, but it doesn't matter again. Um, and there was like 20 different people and table setups when you walked into this room and it, it gave number ranges. So you went up to whatever person your number fell in their range. Right. And then you gave their last name. And in this book, they had your the number and the last name in order. You signed your, your, your name and they gave you the bib. It was super easy. Yeah. And the cool thing about that was also that not only did that bib have the ticket that you had to like rip off to give, but it also had, um, if you had done it early enough, it was personalized. So mine said Danielle on it. Right. Um, which I usually don't go by Danielle, but... I don't know why I put it on there. Name. It's my it's my le- my birth name, um, and it also had the corral number on there, yes. which I did not know what that <laughs> was. So when you sign up for the marathon weekend events, there's I guess there's a, a spot in there where you put what your you what you think your mile time is. There's a drop down menu, so it t- it says like five minutes to. Seven minutes. Yeah, it gives you a range of yeah. what, you, what you would normally run a mile in. And that's kind of how they place you in what they call the corrals. And that's like your starting position for the for the race. Right. Because if you're doing like a, you know, if you're doing a 20 minute mile at a 5K and you don't want to, you know, slow down the people who are in the <laughs> right. five minute miles. Right, right. And so um, the, all of that information is right there on the bib, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So the getting the bib was not difficult at all, very easy. And the next thing we did was we went over to the expo. Yeah, so there was a separate expo in one of the buildings at ESPN. And inside there was like a million vendors for everything you could ever imagine that has to do with running. But we had heard also that this was a smaller expo this year. Yeah. Everybody I, was commenting I on that. I can't imagine it being bigger. I mean, I think that's really cool that's, that it's that's usually awesome. bigger. Yeah. But but they had all kinds of vendors that had like shoes and accessories for you to wear and recovery flip flops and sunglasses. A, yeah. They had like sunglasses. They had like a... Uh, a booth where you could buy like headbands to put and on. Sweatbands. Yeah, sweatbands. They had uh, beer. They had <laughs> so much beer. Non-alcoholic beer. They had different uh, booths where you could get like those little floofy skirts that yep. people yep. wear. Mm-hmm. 
And then they also had a table where you could get taped up for the race. So that yeah, like um, with that with that K tape. Yeah, because some people were like, I'm injured. And other people were like, go to the table and like, go get taped up before you run a thousand miles. Yeah. And I don't know how that worked because there was a long I line. I don't understand it, but it, people love it. I didn't want to like go ask because I didn't yeah, want anybody right. be like, there's a line, lady. Yeah, right. <laughs> but there were also like so many awesome photo ops. You could look at all the medals, which were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, you could see medals from past races. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney Vacation Club was there. Yeah, they had these huge setups with like murals of all four of the the park icons that you could take photos with. Um like Danny said, they had a bunch of uh, stands that had the the old medals and the new medals, and any medal you wanted to see was basically there. There was also a big booth that it seemed like if there were any spots available, you could sign up last minute. Sure, yeah. Um, I don't know if there was any availability. The cancellations, that kind of thing. They had like iPads set up for you to sign up, and you. Um, what I kind of learned was that. If for any reason they don't like sell out of like the challenges, they'll break that up into all of the, you know, sure. each race so they can sell it separately. Mm-hmm. So uh, they have so much stuff at the expo. And we walked around the expo. Um, I got a couple pairs of sunglasses. There were these really like cute race, race glasses. They're really light and non slip, and they're really nice. So I'm going to call and them. cheap. Yeah. And they, um, they're, cheaper. They're going to be park glasses for me and, yeah. and possibly running glasses. Um, and they had, what is it called? Like the reflective. Polarized. Yeah. Po- they were polarized, mm-hmm. very light. Um, they're all sorts of fun colors. Yeah, I ended up getting. Like 15 different colors. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And I ended up getting like a white pair because I usually wear a white pair of sunglasses right now and a, a blue pair. I couldn't decide. And I was like, both will come home with me. And of course, the guy talked you into getting two. Well, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> going to come back. And I was. Right. As opposed to like, I mean, you know, $25 per each pair of sunglasses. Yeah, like, it's not bad. It People spend a lot more money on sunglasses. So why not? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also ended up getting these headbands that you can wear they're called sweaty bands yeah and they're supposed to not slide out of your hair and if you have really straight hair like me i'll put on a headband and if i'm like working out it just like pops off my head and we weren't completely sold on it because you know obviously the business owner gives you their pitch and whatnot but there was a girl that was standing right near us and we were talking about being skeptical about them slipping and she was like they don't slip Okay. Yeah, I was like, all right, well, I mean, if I buy them and I try them and they don't work, I'll just gift them to somebody sure, else. Sure, yeah. And they were really cool designs. There were regular colors, there was bright colors, dark colors, and then there was all sorts of fun designs. Like you got right. What did you get as far as the fun designs? I got the killer whales. You got a Texas I got logo it. thing. I got one with Texas all over it. And then and taco. Did you get the taco one? No, I no, can't remember the, the last one I got. Uh, you got a scrunchie. I got a scrunchie because they said that the scrunchies don't move. And when you're in Florida, good scrunchie is always good to have. Yeah. And then I got a little dogs. fanny pack. Oh, the dogs. You're yes, right. You yeah. The dogs. And the way it worked was the, the deal for that particular booth was if you buy three, you got one free. Mm-hmm. So they were like between 10 to $15 each. You could get them for like $5, but. There, the, was, there were less options. Yeah. And when once I knew I wanted the Texas one, I was like, I guess we're going a little more <laughs> expensive. And then if you end up getting three of the more expensive ones and then one of the lesser expensive ones, it's not really that good of a deal. Yeah. Then you're going to get your $5 one for free. Right. So, but those are the two things I got. Um, I thought it was really cool because, you know, there's just so many options. And I think that, you know, in the future that going to an expo you know, getting like a little skirt if I wanted to add something. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much stuff to get yeah. there. Um, and I think it's a really good source of, you know, n- knowing, hey, I want this when I when race weekend comes around. Because the expo, again, they said, is usually much, much bigger. Sure. So that was really cool to walk around. Um, and that is open to the public. Correct. And uh, the next thing we wanted to talk about was probably the biggest point of contention in this episode. Oh, before we move on real quick, okay. at the expo, that is also where you got your shirt. Right, right, right. You got your gear bag. Right, you got your gear bag. So you literally walked up and gave them the ticket. And that you had to have the, the bib ticket to get your shirt. Because we went in there first, tried to get the shirt, and they sent us back to go get the bib. Yeah. So get your bib first. Yeah. That's rule number one. Well, I handed them my ticket. They gave me the shirt and a plastic bag and... 
that was it. Yeah. It was very easy. Mm-hmm. They also had another booth where if you had a wrong size, you could swap it out. Yes. So they weren't dealing with it at where you picked up the shirts. You went to another booth. But all of this um, was located in the expo. And so um, very easy, very fun. Uh, lots and lots of people there and very good vibes there. Everybody mm-hmm. was super excited. Yeah. So after we went there... Here's the point of contention I yes, was talking about. Yes, point of contention. Next spot, which again, this was a whole new thing for us. We'd yeah. never been there for a race weekend. We're learning by experience. Yeah, we're learning by experience. Um, I thought that the merchandise was going to be at the expo, but yeah. it turned out that the merchandise was in a completely different building. Right. Now... What we had seen earlier in the day was that the line to get in was a couple of hours long. It opened at 10 a.m. and people were outside at 8 o'clock waiting in line to go get the official Run Disney, Walt Disney World Marathon weekend merchandise. Yeah. Now, here's here's the big issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, What we saw when we got there was basically everything that we were kind of looking for was gone. Yeah. Now, Yeah, like gone for the weekend not like we'll get restocked later like completely gone and when i like asking multiple cast members hey is this going to be put back out and getting the responses of no restocks or what you see is what we've got yeah and the two things i really wanted was i wanted to get myself a spirit jersey Mm -hmm. or i at least wanted to look at it because yeah it's not hard to talk me into a spirit jersey. Sure. Um, I wanted to get my mom a spirit jersey because she loves the Run Disney spirit jerseys. And then I wanted to get the tiny pin because they had little pins that were like miniature versions of the race medals. Yeah. So those were the two things I really wanted and not one to be found for either of those items. Yeah. And they were apparently gone within the first two hours that morning. We didn't get to, again, this is our first experience, but we didn't get to the the event at ESPN until probably, what, 12.30, 1 o'clock? Yeah, I would day. say so. Yeah, about 1. And everything that we wanted first on our list was gone. And what was really frustrating is... And disappointing. If you know anything about Disney merch, there is a very vicious like world of resellers. Mm-hmm. Now, Disney has been trying to combat resellers. Right. And the way that they've combat that is having the availability of when you go buy something, you can only get two of each item. However, the way that they do it now is it's two per SKU. So let's just say you're... Barcode. Yeah, per barcode. Um, But two per SKU. So if you are buying spirit jerseys and you are a reseller, in theory, you could go in and buy two extra smalls, two smalls, two mediums. Because they all have different SKUs. Two larges, two extra larges, two double XLs. And so this whole, you know, you can buy two of each item. And that's if you're one person. Right. And these resellers tend to go in... With parties. With parties. And, you know, them... Maybe they have a partner. Maybe they have a friend. Maybe they have a kid with them. They have a clown car full of people. Yeah. They walk in and they buy all this stuff. And literally... This with, is the most disappointing part. Within 45 minutes on eBay, these items were already up for sale. For triple the cost and it, more. Yeah. So, and you could see that the photos that they were taking were taken on the floor of the merchandise yeah. building. It's crazy. We're in a like a run Disney Facebook group that's not an official group, but... I was looking at some stuff in there and people were literally taking pictures of these resellers. Which I saved to my phone. (laughs) Yeah. They were literally laying out the merchandise they had just bought on the floor because it's a massive space. There was plenty of space to like sit down or spread out, whatever you wanted to do. And these people were literally laying the merchandise out on the floor, taking photos and within minutes had them up on eBay for double, triple, quadruple the cost. And that is so wrong, in my opinion. So wrong. It's just really frustrating to be really excited about an event and get there and it not and not have the stuff that you want. And we live on, here. On day one of the expo, four hours in. Yeah, we live here. When this whole merchandise building is supposed to be stocked through Sunday. Yeah, and I, I here's the thing. I do understand that everybody's having like a merchandise issue sure. right now. That Across the board, it's tough to get different things in stock. And one per person. But the thing is, like, first off, 
you were supposed to be able to show, and I don't know if it was for the expo or if it was for the merchandise building, that you were supposed to basically show like an entry. Yeah. Like a ticket. Not once did we have to show that. We never had to show anybody anything. But on top of that, everything that, you know, people wanted was gone. Now, I will say that we got some really awesome stuff. We did, yeah. We got some, we, we got a quarter zip that's really, really cool. We got some pins. We got a, a, a magnet for the 5K. Lots of, lots of cool stuff, but the two things that she really wanted were not there because of these resellers. I mean, here's the thing. Am I going to survive that? Yeah, of course. 100% I'm going to survive that. Did I need another spirit jersey? No. No, I didn't need another spirit jersey. But it's your first one. It's a special race, and you wanted that thing to commemorate it, and you couldn't get it because people were greedy and nasty. Yeah, and... I mean, I just find that very, very frustrating in general. Right. But the thing is, I feel even worse for people like who do things like the dopey race. If I'm doing the dopey race and I want a spirit jersey. You better give me that damn spirit jersey. <laughs> yeah. Like if I gave you six hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. to run races and I ran a a kajillion miles, mm-hmm. like I don't I don't understand how, you know, I, I, I it's just not right that now, this happens now for those of you guys listening who are run disney veterans you know don't don't scream at us this is our first time but we did also didn't know that pre uh, like a pre-sale or pre-buying certain items was a thing and we didn't know that until our friend eddie and his wife lisa who were running with danny um when they picked up their gear bag there was uh the run the five Di- the five k disney magnet and something else one of the pins or something in his in his bag already because he had pre-purchased it. Right. We didn't realize that because, again, we said we were at a doctor's appointment for Simba and never really thought too much about pre-ordering items. But apparently, most, if not all, of the items were available for pre-sale, including said spirit jersey. Right. And the thing about that was I I feel like I saw it and in the back of my head, I was just like, it's fine. Yeah. Like... There's no way I need to buy anything now. You also don't know what sizing is like, and I mean, you know spirit jerseys, and those are spirit jerseys. But you know, if you wanted like the the white zip up coat that they had there, and the blue zip up that you bought, you know, it's if you don't get to try that on, you don't know what size is going to fit you, and it's kind of a pain to return it. Well, you also don't know what any of that stuff looks like right. on top of that. That too. And the thing is, everything from this past weekend was. 50th anniversary themed so the colors are amazing mm-hmm. everything is like classic disney characters yep. i love all of it so i have no doubts that people who uh in the past have maybe done run disney if they see it they're like oh maybe i want that right and unfortunately you know those resellers take advantage of that and so again we were able to get the merch that i, I was able to get some, some nice merch yeah um, I got like a pullover that was like a, what would you call it? Quarter like a zip. Quarter zip. Nice uh, light quarter zip. And I don't really own something like that. Yeah. And that's something that you can actually wear down here. Even if, if it's like 75 degrees, you could still wear it. Yeah. I got that. And then I got a magnet, which I'm probably going to just put on our refrigerator because I'll be sad if somebody Yanked pulls it. it off my car. Yeah. I work from home. It's not like I need to put it on my car. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd rather see it when I walk to the refrigerator and get my water. Um, and then I got two pins. Um, one was like the 5K pin, which I didn't realize there were three 5K pins. Yeah. And only one was left, one by the time we got there. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get the 5K pin I wanted, the one that was the miniature. The metal. Yeah, the miniature of the metal. But I got a really cute 5K pin, and then I got one that was like... Marathon Weekend. Yeah, Marathon Weekend with most of the characters mm-hmm. on it. They also had like a giant pin that yeah, we saw. that was $45. Yeah, I I was getting some like... Uh, there's like this thing. $29.99, I'll consider it. And we, you know, you, is a lot you get your pin. discount if you're an annual pass holder. And so that was helpful. But also I was like, ooh, if I don't get this right now, it's going to be gone. Uh, but I was luckily talked out of it because in the moment yep. I was like, do I need it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Now, um, overall, I feel like we've learned that if we do want something, we have to get there early, very early. Um, my understanding is all the spirit jerseys were gone within, I Two think hours. they, I think somebody said like 
an hour and a half in, it was just extra smalls. It's crazy. But, you know, what are you going to do? But if we do want something in the future... Now we know. Yeah. But also, it shouldn't have to be like that. No. It, Not on the first day. On top of that, like, if you're flying in for the marathon... There you go. And you're, maybe you're getting in the day before the marathon, which would be uh, Sunday. Correct. So if you flew in on Saturday... I mean, I don't even know what's left yeah, over you, for you. You are SOL when it comes to that place. Coffee cups? Probably. <laughs> if that. Probably. If that. And very odd sizes. <laughs> very odd uh, size yeah, coffee like cups? Three, 3XL and extra small. That's basically what you'd probably see. I did see that they had a ton of magic bands still. Oh, really? No, I mean, who, who needs a magic band, though? Well, here's the thing with the new super awesome right. magic band coming out this year. I mean, I would not have bought a new magic band because no, of that. Right. I prefer to wait until I can get, you know, whatever, you know, Mighty Mor- Morphin Power Rangers magic yeah. band that they're coming out with. Yeah, Magic Band Plus, I think it's called. Yeah. But, Everything's um, plus. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, Magic Band Plus. Everything's plus. Everything plus. Now, overall, guys, uh, going over to Wide World of Sports to the Expo was, in my opinion... Very overwhelming. Yeah, there was a lot going on there. So, one, it was very overwhelming. Two, uh, there's a lot that we didn't do. So, we didn't go and try all the special foods made specifically for the expo. Uh, we didn't try any of the drinks, which everybody was drinking. Yeah, all the runners, runners were love drink- to drink. <laughs> hey, they get carbs and you know liquids. So, hey. <laughs> And then there's so many photo ops, which I'm going to be honest, I did not dress ready for any photo ops. No, no. I did not want... And you love photos. I do, but like I was more so like, we're just going to run in and grab the bib and grab a spirit jersey. And it was not like that. So overall, if you are going to do a run Disney race, make sure that you get there as early as possible. And if Mm -hmm. you want specific merchandise... Get there day one and get there a couple hours before it opens. It shouldn't be like that, but we're telling you now, make sure you do it if you want to get the merchandise that you want. So that was That's the expo. The expo. And again, guys, this goes Wednesday to Sunday, but we went on Wednesday to pick up the bib. Right. You have to go and pick up your bib ahead of time. Yeah. You cannot get it at the race. You're not allowed. I don't think you, you're allowed there's, to. They do... From what I've gathered, they do bring in the unclaimed bibs to the races. Oh, hmm. um, because of things like canceled flights and things like that, where people need to move their plans. They're not going to be sol if you don't. If, if like there was a there was a snowstorm in the Northeast on Wednesday, and a lot of people's flights were getting canceled, and they were not being able to get to the expo on Wednesday. Right, and they can pick up their bibs at their race. In the morning, there's a designated spot for like the leftover bibs that didn't get claimed. So if you ever run into that issue, just know that that is an option for you as well. Uh, but let's fast forward to race day. So We're Not too far, though, because at 2.30 in the morning... <laughs> eh, 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 eh. Well, let's rewind. <laughs> the night before, I was trying to figure out how to fix my hair. <laughs> and I know that if some of you are going, oh, my Such gosh. Such a woman. Well, but the thing was, I'm so used to either wearing a hat and like pigtails uh-huh. or ears yeah. or just my hair down. Yeah. I feel like I don't really get too adventurous because it's too hot to like. Sure. Like I've tried to do stuff like curl my hair and my hair's like, no, <laughs> it's too humid. We don't want to do that. Uh, but I didn't know what to do for my for my hair. I also used to French braid my hair a lot and haven't in a while. So when I was trying to French braid my hair so I could sleep in it, I just could not get them even, no matter how hard I tried, as silly as that sounds. And it was making me frustrated. So I finally figured out how I wanted to wear my hair. I tried on the outfit I was going to wear. I had everything all set to go. And it was like one o'clock in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We had to be up in an hour and a half and at Epcot within the next hour and a half. Yes. And now we'll... Go ahead and fast forward back to there. Go ahead and make that alarm sound. It is 2.30 in the morning. Rise and it's and time for Danny to get ready. Wake up. <laughs> well, I did wake up and I my, uh, my hair had been ready already that I had done the night before. 
I did my makeup. I put on all my stuff. And by then it was like three ish. And Mm -hmm. I woke you up. Yeah. And we left the house at three thirty. Yeah. Now, if you're listening to this and going, pray tell, why would you do that? (laughs) It's because you're supposed to be at the race no later than four a.m. Crazy. I had no idea. I mean, I knew it was early, but like, I guess I didn't do the time math. But now we know why, because when we arrived there, you park in the Epcot parking lot. I forget which uh, we parked in Journey with like the one of the regular parking lots that you would normally park in. Basically on the highway. Yeah. (laughs) And then you walk down the, the tram route in the middle towards Spaceship Earth go through security and then there's like another mile and a half walk to where the race starts. Yeah. So they want you to prepare or be prepared for that 35, 40 minute walk from your car to the, where the race starts. That's why they want you, they tell you to be at Epcot by four because the race actually starts at five o'clock. Yeah. And between, I will say between walking from our car to the start of the race, from the end of the race back to the car, that was about three miles. Yeah. So it, it was it like was. the distance like of the a, 5K. The first 5K. <laughs> yeah. Because the way you they... essentially did a 10K, but you walked the first half. Yeah. So, I mean, just walking back and forth, <clears throat> I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe, like, I, th- I don't know what. I... Yeah. You, you don't know what to think before you do these races in person. Because right. I've, I've done like 5Ks before, and usually you, you get there and it's like, ooh, boom. Like, there's the start of the race. Like, it's not that hard to get to the start. But Run Disney is such a big event that they have to put you where, you know, out of the way, also not in the middle of the parking lot because, the you know, the park is still going to open at 11 that day. Is it 10 or 11? I believe it opened at 11. Okay. Yeah. So it's the start of the race is way out of the way. So what we did was we... We walked all the way over there. There's food booths everywhere. They got stages. And at that point, we had to part ways. And you were able to go to the... Right at the finish line, just after the finish line. Now, at first, were you at the beginning or no? No. You guys walked all the way over there. I never actually went to the start thing. I just went right to the finish because I figured that's going to be my best opportunity to get videos and photos and all that kind of stuff when you, Eddie, and Lisa were crossing the finish line. Yeah. Well, at that part, we had to part ways. Yeah. And I went to uh, the corral. Now, the corrals, they had six corrals based on, I your, guess, different... Your mile time, essentially. But it seemed like there were different... There were probably also, on top of that, different factors. Sure. Because there were people in the corral, which, again, they're one through six. One is the fastest. Six is the slowest. I'm not going to lie, guys. When I signed up, I put the longest mile time I could because I had no idea how long long (laughs) it takes me to run a mile. And so um, we were in Corral 6. And there were people in our corral with us who had the Dopey Challenge bibs on. Right. Which means they were doing the 5K, 10K, half marathon, and marathon. And I was like, hang on. There's no way that, like, we're going the same speed. (laughs) Right. So... You go into your, you know, respective corrals and they have big balloons with a number on it to find your space. They're checking bibs to make sure that you're in the right corral, that you're not maybe sneaking into a slower or a faster corral. And once you're in your corral, you would think that the race was going to start immediately. However, they start with corral number one and they start working their way back. Now, a, a lay person will say, somebody who doesn't has never done a run Disney race before, I thought that they would go corral number one, go, and everybody goes. Corral number two, go, and everybody goes. That is not what happens. It's what it should be, though, because corral one is usually going to be the elite runners or the people who are have you know five, six, seven-minute miles. And once they're gone, you're never going to catch them. Let's be honest. Well, what they so ended they up, should be doing them back to back. Well, what they ended up doing was breaking up each corral into multiple starts. Yeah, that's crazy. But the reason for that is so people aren't on top of each other. I totally understand you don't want people to get trampled, but here I know I know you're probably going to get to this, but it sounded miserable because you had already walked you know three miles from the car through security all the way around on a morning that was fairly chilly. 
And after you did that walk and you were somewhat warmed up and you had done your stretches and all that, then you literally just stood there and you didn't leave the corral for almost an hour. Right. So as I was saying, they, they release each of the corrals in different pieces. And here's the thing from what I gather as a, like a, I say a real runner, but people who like run the, you know, like a marathon pretty easily, uh, you know, I heard people saying like, oh, somebody stopped it in front of me. Like I fell and got hurt. Like there's a lot of reasons that it needs to be like, sure, you know, spread out, spread out. Yeah. But I didn't realize how spread out it was. And the other thing is you're so far back. You're just like, oh, I don't know what's happening. Like I can't really see the start line. I know people are going because they have a big screen that every time they go and go, you see like everybody running through. Mm -hmm. And so you just kind of assume <laughs> it's the you know each corral is going through right uh i would say that once they got to corral number six i want to say that there were like seven different starts and each time i was like they were like go and i was like okay are we going no <laughs> not funny <laughs> like we're not going and it was just it was just so bizarre and like you said we were there at five people started taking off at five we didn't even like leave our corral and cross the start line until literal minutes before six o'clock. It was like just past five fifty-five, which is insane because I told you guys that I went to the finish line once we parted ways, and at five sixteen, the winner from corral number one crossed the finish line. So the winner of the five k crossed the finish line forty-five minutes before Danny even started. Well, and it was just so funny because I was like, oh, well, you know, Bill's coming to like support me, which I so appreciated. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm still in the corral. <laughs> I'm sitting there waiting. I just. <laughs> Although, let me say the experience at the finish line was awesome. The, these two hosts, I guess the, the gentleman who was the male host had been doing it for like 20 years. So he clearly knew what he was doing. He was super entertaining, really good with wordplay, jokes. And the girl he was with was great, too. And then, of course... Mickey Mouse was there. He came out to like, about two minutes before the runner or the winning runner came through the finish line alongside Pluto. So it was nice to see that kind of entertainment. There was music. There was all kinds of stuff while I was waiting for the hours, <laughs> waiting for Eddie, Danny, and Lisa to cross oh, the finish line. I know, line. I know. I just like, it was just so crazy. And then I, I kept texting you. I was like, we're, we're still here. Yeah. Like I was sending you videos of like them setting off the fireworks and like, telling like saying go right but we weren't going well we're i'm going to talk about the route of the 5k now so i thought before i ever did a run disney race that naively i would run down main street usa <laughs> run around the castle mickey mouse would greet me with open arms i'd run around the castle in the in the carousel and around all the rides and mm -hmm. I, that's what i thought a run disney race always consisted of sure that is not the case nope um, the, I believe the only time you run through Magic Kingdom is the half marathon and the marathon. Correct. So the 5K starts in the back of the Epcot the, like parking the far lot. far right back of Epcot. I don't know. Parking in, lot. In Narnia, basically. <laughs> and it felt like it. And you're like backstage at Disney. So you start running on the road. And on the road... There really wasn't anything. Now, my understanding Except is... Except for the minivan graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they are all resting That's where they're, for they're, now. They're just chilling over there. Well, what I mean is there weren't any characters. Right. So right. I expected there to be like more characters back there. Uh -huh. I don't know if they do character like things in backstage areas so people aren't taking photos. I believe... During some of the races, some of the stuff was backstage. Okay, so it must just be like 5K. Maybe it's... I, I don't really remember seeing much yeah. backstage from what I... I don't, I don't think I saw anything backstage now that I think about it. Everything was in park. Now, you start out, again, back at the parking lot, backstage. You run around the edge of the parking lot. And for it feels like forever that you're not in a park. You're yeah. just like behind somewhere. You're making your way towards... Uh, world showcase and there's all these like cast member buildings there's just lots of stuff and then finally you get to enter world showcase mm -hmm. 
Now, when you get into World Showcase, that's when I feel like the fun starts. Sure. And this is already like a mile into the race. So I think you just hit a mile right before you enter World Showcase. Yeah, it looks like it's over by uh, Mission Space is where you hit the uh, the mile marker. Oh, so you I, now that I'm seeing the map, you go underneath Test Track is oh, what it is. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, because now that you said that, I remember going, oh, look, it's Test Track. Mm -hmm. And it's 6 o'clock in the morning. I've already <laughs> been up for hours. Yep. Um, so once you enter World Showcase, that's when the fun begins. Yeah, it looks like you enter right next to Mexico. Yes, you you walk behind the Mexic like the Mexico building, and you're like, hey, look, it's Mexico, and then boom, you're in World Showcase. Now the cool thing is they had the all of the harmonious barges on with all the water spraying, beautiful photos of like the logos for all the races, the marathon weekend really epic music playing spaceship earth is all lit up gorgeously and while you're in world showcase you start seeing all these characters now uh the characters consisted of and i have a couple of photos of them so i can just kind of tell you guys I remember you showing me pinocchio yes yeah, so we had pinocchio we had there was a cars photo op abu radiator springs yeah, Radiator Springs. We had Abu. We had Lumiere and Cogsworth. We had Sadness, which it felt like you should have joy. Yeah, right. Well, who wants to see Sadness when you're running around? And then you also had Pluto and Mickey Mouse at the race. So mm -hmm. you you saw them all spread out through the race. And then for uh, the bigger races, the longer races, you had a lot of really cool characters. Like Darkwing Duck was at the marathon today. Yeah, But so I didn't cool. get to see any of those kind of characters. But... Um, you know, it's awesome to see those as you're running because, I mean, normally when you're running outside, you don't see like a boo hanging out. Yeah, right. They also had photo pass photographers not only at the character stop, so you could stop and take a photo with the characters, uh, but they also had photo pass photographers everywhere. Yeah. And the first time I saw one, I didn't realize it was a photographer. And it had been so long since I even thought about the fact that we <laughs> that there were photos Yeah. that I was thrown off guard so they would have these big almost like a stadium light facing you that you were running towards so it was almost blinding you to the photographer that was underneath so they were trying to make sure that they had that light to capture these moments and you know you could kind of like you know smile at them and stuff like that and um on your you did a good job <laughs> your pictures are awesome. Some of them are and when awesome. I, when, I, when we post this episode on our website, I'm going to put some of the photos from Danny's photo pass experience um, <laughs> on that link. So definitely check that out. And the thing was, I didn't like, I don't know how to pose for photos for, while running. You're fine. But like, you know what I mean? Like this isn't something I'm used to. Sure. But I definitely wanted to not look like I needed to go to a hospital yeah, is right. what I really wanted to avoid. Yeah. That would be me. <laughs> I turned the color of a ketchup bottle. I was the color of a ketchup bottle. <laughs> um, but, you know, you're running through. There's epic music. There's photo pass photographers. There's character meet and greets. But um, the the route of the race is awesome because, again, once you're in World Showcase, feels a little bit more like... Disney-esque because mm -hmm. you got the harmonious barges, characters, and you're literally in a Disney park. Yep. Um, and then you pop out of World Showcase, come back in, run through the rest of World Showcase, run under Spaceship Earth, and then from there, you're just about done. And uh, you run kind of out the side. You don't run like through the entrance of Epcot. It looks like from the map, you looks like you ran from... From World Showcase towards Spaceship Earth, you went like sort of in front of it and then back underneath it and then out towards the parking lot. So you know when you're walking towards Spaceship Earth when you first walk in Epcot? On the Nemo side. Well, when you're first walking underneath it, yeah. there's a bathroom to the left. Right. Right after that bathroom, before you start walking towards like where there's guest services and stuff like mm -hmm. that, we you cut out to the backstage area. Gotcha. And... Once you hit that, there were a ton of cast members cheering you on. By then, we had already done like, I don't know, six miles or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're cheering you on. I was tired. I did not train for this the way that I probably should have. Um, so by now, I'm like, I'm tired. I'm cold. I'm 
you know, all of these things, but man, those cast members really pump you up. Yeah. And so finally you get to the finish line, you cross the finish line and, and Mickey Mouse is waiting for you and Bill Neville. And what was that? <laughs> and what was that finish line experience like for you? Uh, I was very relieved. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. Well, I was running on 30 minutes of sleep. Um, I Basically, w- yeah. I, I, again, guys, I had been running during the summer And then we had a lot of stuff going on at the end of last year, um, some personal stuff and everything's good, but like just, I didn't train the way that I wanted to. And I do plan on doing it in the future future. because in the summer, I feel like I would have been better prepared to run this race. But by the time that I crossed that finish line, it was just the best feeling. Uh, Again, a 5k, it's the smallest race, but you got to start somewhere. It was just so much fun. And I feel like every day so far, I've been like, okay, what can I do to start getting ready for like the next race? Next time I really want to like, you know, feel really good about running more of it and building towards these goals. And I just, I can't explain what a fun experience it was. The other thing is you can walk the whole race. Sure. You there the 5k is at least not the shorter ti- ones. Well, yeah. no, the 5k specifically is not timed. Everything else is timed. So you can walk the whole thing. But um, the last thing I want to say about the this part of the race is after you cross the finish line, uh, they actually hand you the medal like right after you do that. That's awesome. And, and what was on the medal? So the 5k medal specifically says Walt Disney World 5k like on the strap. And then it has Pluto with this little spinning. It says 5K on one side and 50 on the other for the 50th anniversary. And it is the most gorgeous medal. It's really cool. And if you haven't seen it, we'll post a picture of it. Yes. I will say that this is one of the heavier medals that I've seen. It's hefty. Like, I I feel like if I needed to, I could wrap the strap around my hand and, like, use it as a weapon if necessary. Simba, you hear that? (laughs) He's he's asleep. (laughs) Um, But... I just, I love this medal. And I don't know if it's just like more special to me because it was my first run Disney in-person race. And uh, I just, I think it's so cool. Like it's a such a cute, awesome medal. It is. But it just felt really like special to run across the finish line and get that handed to you. It just felt yeah. like, even though it was a shorter distance, it still felt like... You did something cool. You know, a step in the right direction in terms of like accomplishments. Right. And so, uh, you know, they gave you a banana afterwards also. So yay, Disney banana, a pack of snacks, which is still sitting in the fridge, which I plan on munching on at some point. My special Disney, run Disney snacks. And then you get to walk another, what, like two miles back to the car? It wasn't that long because you got to, you didn't have to go around like the long way through security. You could just kind of cut right out. Yeah. Um, But overall, what would you... I don't want to say rate it, but what would you kind of tell the people what your first overall experience running a Disney race was like? So what I would say is I would 100% recommend it to anybody who wants to do it. Now, I would say start with the 5K if you're not a runner Mm -hmm. because you can walk parts of it. Yeah. Anything above that, if you go below a certain time, you will literally get what's called swept and you don't get to finish the race. <laughs> they, have a, they, have they have a big vacuum that just <laughs> follows the the last place people and just sucks them off the... <laughs> well... <laughs> kind of. They kind of do. <laughs> well, in the in these groups, there's actually um, almost like a... Like, it's, like a, it's like a cult following. Like a horror story yeah. of <laughs> the balloon ladies. Yeah. And if the balloon ladies catch up to you... Oh, you're about to get swept. You, you're, you have to... <laughs> Yeah, and it's because you have to keep that pace. Yeah, because they need to open the parks and do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and like some of these people, they're like, I was on mile 15 when the balloon ladies caught up with me. I can't imagine running 15 miles yeah. and then getting not being able to finish. It's, it's not like the Boston Marathon where, you know, you get the people who are, you know, fighting for their lives. They lost a, a limb or something to cancer and they wanted to run the marathon and they cross like 13 hours after the start. Like that's not possible here. No, because you're r- literally running through the parks. Right. So you're not allowed to just they like... They need to stop <laughs> it at some point. Yeah. So they have to open the park safely. They can't have, you know, the runners. And that's for the safety of the runners and for the guests. Correct. But overall, I would highly recommend it. 
I was actually looking to see if there were any openings for any of the rest of the races. Oh, yeah? <laughs> but there's nothing. I think I want to do one with you. I would love that. And uh, I was talking to uh, my coworker, Jackie, tonight, who's a Division One runner. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, hey, you should definitely train me or train, <laughs> or train us so I can at least try to maybe run the entire 5K when I do it. I'm just shaking But I probably head. won't because I've never been a long-distance runner. But, hey, Jackie, if you're listening, offers on the table. Come train us. We'd appreciate it. I mean, sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. She'd be, like, but cracking the whip behind me. Mm-hmm. Like, run, run, run. No, I just, don't stop. I just lay down. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I need some training, though, for sure. I mean, if I'm going to run one of these. Well, the thing was doing the couch to 5K really helped me during the summer. But yeah, having somebody like Jackie be able to give her expertise would be amazing. Yeah. But um, again, we would have to wait till next race season. Mm-hmm. But I do know that normally other theme parks also have things like SeaWorld usually has something called Run for the Fund. Yeah. Um, I know Universal usually has a race. I don't know. They do. They do. They do. Okay. But I didn't see anything for this year. So, because I've already been looking. Uh, now, one thing I actually want to mention that I actually did not talk about is um, when I would love if you did a race with me, I really want to do more run Disney races. Uh, I think it's an amazing goal. And I'm just looking to do a 5K to be able to run a 5K yeah. at this point in my life. I think that, you know, three miles for somebody who's not a runner and has never it's been a, a runner is a long it's a long distance. Yeah. One thing that I really want to make sure that we do is we need to bring our costume game. Sure, yeah. Because we have not discussed, and we're going to talk about this very briefly before we get out of here, is the costumes that people yeah, are wearing. Yeah, really impressive. So, Some of them were like, how the heck do you run in that? We had people <laughs> who were dressed up like Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Like, you know, Tower of Terror, Tower of Terror, like people were making their costumes. You saw everything. People were coming in groups dressed as like the monorail. People were dressed as Skyliners. Um, There were two guys dressed as COVID. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, too soon, but creative, I guess. Read the room. (laughs) Read the room. (laughs) And then you had a lot of like coupley costumes. And I mean, it ranged from just things that were more you know, kind of more park specific. So there were people who were dressed up as dolls from small world. That's really cool. And they were holding, you know, like at the end of the ride where it says like goodbye and all the different goodbyes, they were holding the signs. Yeah. Uh, You had people who were dressed up as uh, like the characters from uh, what is it? Topolino's Terrace. Yep. Yep. So some stuff was like really, you would have to like really know. Really niche. Yeah. Yeah. but the costumes are absolutely amazing. And I wish I almost was prepared to be able to show some of those. Cause I definitely didn't realize people, you Went know, that much all out. Yeah. And, and we ended up ordering some Avengers type. Yeah. Long the, the quantum shirts. suits, the white suits. Yeah. It was like a compression shirt that uh, the three of them wore. They all looked really cool. Yeah. Which was perfect for like our first time last minute costume. Yeah. And, but I do think that next time I kind of know like, Hey, we need to bring our a game for costumes because it's fun. Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to mention, there was a girl who won all four races. Insane. First person to do it. So she got first place in the 5k, the 10k, the half marathon and the marathon. It's unbelievable. Her name is Brittany. And Brittany, that's all yep. that's all I know. And um congratulations, Brittany. You are so impressive. It's <laughs> so impressive. Like I can't even imagine do, like finishing a the full marathon, much less ahead of everyone else. Yeah, much less like beating everyone. Yeah. Like that's amazing. So impressive. But overall, guys, loved doing the 5K. I loved being a part of Run Disney marathon weekend did you enjoy seeing everything i did and and honestly i had no interest in doing the 5k or any other race for that matter because like i said before i'm not a runner i've never been a runner i played a lot of sports when i was younger and i could sprint with the rest of them but long distance running was not my forte but being there and experiencing all of that hoopla near the finish line with the music and mickey mouse and pluto and and seeing how much fun everybody was having and people cheering and it, it made me want to do one. And I think 
when the time comes for next race season, I think I'm going to do one. I really hope you do. I think that it would be really fun for us to do together. It was a and really cool experience. You know, being able to, we can even like run, walk it, but you know, yeah. having that as a goal. Then we'll sprint across the finish line. <laughs> yeah. That's, like we did it the whole time. Th- that's what I, that's what I did. Um, <laughs> I mean, we ran and walked, but I definitely, you know, ran across the finish yeah. line. But, uh, you know, I, I just think that I can't recommend doing a run Disney race enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that the whole theme of the races are every mile is magic. And I can honestly say that every mile was magic because it was so much fun. I mean, what better way to get out and exercise than running around Disney World at yeah. <laughs> five o'clock in the morning? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But guys, thank you so much for listening. Um we will keep you updated on when these races become available in case you want to join us, in case you want to do it yourselves. We are so excited for everything that's to come in 2022, and we hope you guys are too. So stick around because the fun's just about to begin. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join our ever-growing following on TikTok. Head over to YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos and more. For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.